Welcome to this message from Shofar Christian Church. May you experience God's grace as you listen to this word being preached. Okay, awesome. So, uh, yeah, a bit about myself. I'm married to a beautiful wife. We have three kids. Um, yeah, I'm a project manager most of the week um, at a mine at Mahalakwena Platinum Mine there in Limpopo. Um, I got saved in Shofar, so I love this church. I love everything about it. I love our vision. We're going to talk about that a bit. Um, but yeah, in the week, we have small groups each Wednesday evening. And we made a little video clip, myself and Stefan, who's the pastor here. And uh, we basically set a challenge for all the small groups this week. And it was especially that lot last part of our vision, church planting, we said, okay, you and your small group um, all get promoted, you all get transferred to Boxburg, congratulations, and uh, you're having a service this Sunday, so you must talk about how that service are going to look like, and what each one's role is going to be on that Sunday. And I love the feedback we got. It sounded like it was really good discussions. So I actually want to open the floor a bit and ask three small groups if you would please share with us just one interesting thing or one fun thing that came out of the discussions. Who'll go first? <laughs> Thanks for volunteering. <laughs> You're welcome. Right, so our church plant consisted of four people. Four? four? Was it four, Sham? Yeah, so we found that um, our gifting area lay very much in the, the band side, and we saw that there was gonna, what was going to be required is a lot of um, sharing of roles, putting on different hats, learning skills that we didn't know, and basically running the church with four people was going to be a very difficult task, we realized. So that was what we learned. Thanks. Anybody else? Otherwise, I'm going to keep on volunteering you. John, you look very happy. <laughs> so, uh, we ended up more celebrating each other. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a bit different. And then we said what, each one said what they wanted to do in church. And then we celebrated the person and yeah, enjoyed each other. <laughs> Awesome, that's great. A lot of people, I know a small group, just about all of them are involved, so celebrating that is awesome. Um, anybody else who had some interesting conversations? You. Cornell, I, I saw your feedback. So. I'm going to delegate to Carla. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um... Yeah, so ours was very funny. Um, we were a lot of people in Saal, luckily, so we could delegate the Maltert committee and stuff like that as well. No, I'm kidding. But um, we even had someone, for the people when they come in and their base was too high, they delegate them to put the base lower because um, it's Boxburg. Okay. Any case? <laughs> um, no, what we realized is 
there's really a, a lot of roles in church, and church, it doesn't just rock up and you arrive, and the whole picture is there. There goes a lot into that, and it's a pre, and it's a during, and it's a post, and then it's a follow-up, um, and sometimes we don't realize that, and we just come and enjoy, um, but we are part of the body, and we need to serve, so yeah. Thanks, Conroe. That was good. <laughs> Anybody else with a burning desire to share what happened in small group? Okay, cool. So I don't preach very often. Um, so I have a tendency. I sh summarize everything. And then I summarize it again when I go through my sermon again and again. So we're basically done. We're like five minutes away from the finish of the sermon. So you better focus. And stay with me, okay. Um, I love planning. If you give me an Excel or project schedule, I'm in my happy place. But there's one thing that really makes me happy, and that's organigram. <laughs> that is like my love language. So tonight we're going to talk about one area of love. But I want to start with where it fit in. So we're going to follow that little line to the top and start at the top and work our way down to what I believe God wants us to hear tonight. So quick recap. God created Adam and Eve. Why did he create them? Anybody with a... It's a good one. Man cannot be alone. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> I have a very profound answer to that. And that's, he wanted to. Hmm? That's a good answer. <laughs> it's the same reason we have kids. We want to have kids. God wanted to create the human race. And we see what is so beautiful. And Brian also prayed it beforehand again. Um, just, he came and he walked with them every day. God came to have relationship with them. God enjoyed them, and they enjoyed God. So that's, that's the relationship, or the, I almost want to say the purpose why God created us, so that he can have relationship with us. And then Adam and Eve sinned, and God put them out of the Garden of Eden, and it just went a bit downhill from there. And at some stage, God is just typically like with kids, just, oh, I love them, but they mess up the whole time. I have a two-year-old. It's amazing how much you must clean in one day. And it's just chaos. But, yeah, so God loves us. And he said, okay, I don't want these people to not be part of my kingdom, to have a relationship with them. So he gave us ten rules in the Old Testament. Just ten rules. How difficult can it be? Just follow these ten rules. And I guess we were about like teenagers because every time we're just, yes, yes, we love it. We're going to do it. And then mm, we fail a bit. And then God disciplines us. And then we're passionate about God again and doing God's will. And then again. So God said, listen, this is not really working. So he said he's going to give his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us because he wants to have a relationship with us. 
He loves us. Like a teenager, you don't love them all. Well, you love them always. You don't like them always. You know? <laughs> so, I just see it as that picture, you know? God loves us so, but we mess up so. So he gave his son, Jesus Christ. And Jesus came, and he was on earth. And he died on the cross for us. And I, that's the scripture I want to share with you. is 2 Corinthians 5, verse 18. So here God says why he sent his son, Jesus. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So God sent Christ so that we can have a relationship with him again. Reconcile is we had a relationship, it went south, and now we're reconciling again. We're having that relationship again. So that relationship, that reconcile, is back to the Garden of Eden. God wants to walk with us. He wants to talk to us every day. He wants to share life with us. And that's the reason why He sent Jesus Christ. So that we can have that relationship with Him. Okay. So, I also want to look at that ten rules. It shows us a bit of God's heart. First commandment and second commandment. First commandment. You will love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your mind. And then when people ask Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? He answered that. And immediately after that, he said, but the second commandment goes with that. You can't separate the two. Love people as you love yourself. And that's the love I want to speak to us tonight about. That loving God, God being our first love, we want to have a relationship with Him. But we can't say that we love God passionately, but we're not that passionate about people. You know, if Jesus says they go hand in hand, they go hand in hand. Amen? Uncle Willem. <laughs> so, if we look at Matthew 16, verse 20. And, yeah, 16 to 19, let's read it. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus has, had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit so amazing. When Jesus, just before he left and went to heaven, he, he gave us this, the Great Commission. Go and do this. Why did he give us that? Because it's on God's heart. God wants us to love him and to love other people. God's desire is to be in a relationship with all his children. So Jesus said, listen, go tell people God wants to have a relationship with you. So if we are passionate about God, if we are passionate about people, we automatically do this. I mean, we, this is on God's heart. And the closer we come to God, the more we get to know God, the more we realize His heart is for all His children, to have a relationship with all. So then that becomes our hearts. We want to share with people the good news. We want to love people. 
And what is amazing about the first and the second commandment, if you love God, you will love people. But you can only love people if you love God. Otherwise, you're faking it, and you're compromising and trying your own thing. So it goes hand in hand. Okay, so that was the overview, the intro. Organogram, the first block. Okay. Now, Jesus went, and his disciples started to disciple. They went out, and they told people about the gospel, about Jesus. And then we see in the early church, in if we read Acts 2, and day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to their number, day by day, those who are being saved. That's awesome. So the disciples went. And as they preached, as they shared, people came into this, where was it? In the temple. They came together in a place where they heard the word, they worshipped God together. And then they went from there, house to house. And they shared, and they workshopped, and they lived together, and they loved each other. And that's, as I said, I love this church. And it's awesome for me to see that we do exactly the same. We come together in the temple like we're doing tonight. We get together here. We worship God together. Somebody up here is teaching or sharing about God. And then we go out to our workplaces, to small groups, to our families, to our friends. We do exactly that. And what is awesome, and the Lord added to their number day by day those who are being saved. I, was, I went here when Santon was planted about a year and a half ago, I think. Two years? Hmm? Yeah, somewhere there. Okay. And we were between 40 and 60 people. And it's amazing. I'm to the database in the church office as well. And we're about 115 people now, which is amazing that the church doubled. You know, it's such a simple model that we're following, and God adds people. Yes. (laughs) We're following God, and it's amazing to see how he's building his kingdom. If we just follow him, if we just love God, and love people. So yeah, I want us to look, especially tonight, that different kind of love that I want to talk about tonight is that first part, the temple. As you heard now, the guy sharing, why do we have church? Why do we get together? Well, I actually said it now. But we, we have this where we come together to worship God together to receive God's word. But it's also a place where we love God, where we love people. And so we prepare, as Carla said, we prepare the place on a Sunday. And it's not about the place. I mean, this is a school. This is not a church. We are the church. Each and every one of us sitting here is the church. And 
That is our vision, to reach nations and generations through disciple-making, leadership development, and church planting. If you look at the Great Commission, go and make disciples and baptize them. Sounds about the same. You know, God has given us a specific part of that greater vision, and He said, this is how I want you to do it. So this is, as we say, each and every one of us is Shofar Christian Church. So this is each and every one of ours vision is that. That is what we live for. That is what we, that is how we love God and love people. So for tonight, I just want to share with you, when I came into the church a whole lot of years ago, um, one of the first things the guy said is, yes, will you come and help us? Let's prepare this place. Let's prepare a place for people to come to where they can worship God and where they can receive from God through other people. And it was such a blessing for me. I started sharing immediately or serving immediately in the church. And tonight I don't want to talk necessarily about serving. I want to talk about the motivation behind it. Why do the guys come and pack out the chairs perfectly in rows? Because they love God and they love people. Why are the band upstairs on stage? For that simple reason. It's not that we have extra time <laughs> in Joburg. Um, and for some of us, families, you know, we have enough family time, so we want to spend some time elsewhere. That's not the reason. The reason is simple. It's because we love God and we love people. And the reality is we're growing, as I mentioned, which means setup becomes a bit more, you know. And I want to invite you to come and join us to come and love people, to prepare a place for people to meet with God, to worship God, to receive from God. You know, and it's not like we have over-the-top decor and smoke machine and lights and all of that. It's not about that. It's not about doing something amazing that people stand in awe it's just preparing a place because we love people. We want to prepare a place for them. Jesus came to die for each and every one of us. Are we willing to do the same? You know, are we willing to give up? I think it's almost an easier answer if you ask somebody, will you die for Jesus? If somebody says, if you're a Christian, I'm going to shoot you. Will you give up your life for Christ? I think that answer for me is the easier one. Yes, I will. But then it comes down to, okay, on Sundays, <laughs> are you willing to give up all your Sundays or one Sunday a month, you know, to serve other people, to live out the gospel, to share with people that vision, to love people? Are we willing to do that? And I want to invite you to come and join us. We want to reach that vision but we can only do it if all of us move together. And Sunday service is a very small part of. There's the rest of the week. 
And there's a lot of other things we do as well. But on a Sunday, we need to prepare a place. We need to bring our gifts to the table. We need to allow God to work in our lives, in other people's lives. It's a place where you're part of a team and you grow together. And not every Sunday is fun. Not everything goes perfect. <laughs> but um, still, that's where we grow together. That's where we give, where we sacrifice, where we show, not for the sake of showing it, but just where we can live ourselves out, you know, where we can live the gospel out. So I want to read for us John 13, verse 35. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Yes, this is something that challenged me a lot. And obviously still does. But imagine you're somewhere. Does people know you're Christian because of your love for other people? Uh, it's so simple but so challenging. <laughs> Challenged me a lot at work, especially in the mining industry. It's quite interesting, all the different languages and yeah, form of languages. Yeah. So guys, tonight we're going to have a very practical part of this sermon, which I enjoy very much. I've asked the ministry leaders to each make a poster. So I thought A3 is bigger than A4. It's quite big, unless you're in a holder size. So it's a little bit small. Sorry, my fault. <laughs> but I want to invite you for the next 10 minutes... I'm going to ask everyone to go past there, go and read what's on there, and find a place where you can commit to giving on a Sunday. Find a place where you want to just say, I commit to loving people, to preparing a place where people can worship God together and where they can receive God's word on a Sunday. It's necessary that all of us Together, join hands to reach the vision so that people feel loved. Do you agree? Jose, <laughs> some smiles. Awesome. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, two posters that's not there. One is the band, because they have the entire stage. So, the band members are going to be in front here. If you would like to join the band, please come and talk to them. Um, the other one that's not there is intercession. We don't have a team for intercession, but it's crucial and a part of this service. So we don't have a specific team for intercession, but each Sunday at 4 o'clock we get together in one of the classrooms to start at about 10 past 4 to pray for the service, to prepare the ground, to hear what God has to say. So I want to invite you to join there as well. So please go. Oh, I'm going to go. Sit for now. <laughs> but go past, go and look at the posters. There's some really funny ones, and all of them look beautiful. Grab a coffee on the way. Go and chat. All the ministry leaders and teams are going to be there as well. So we don't have little cards to fill in. I just felt we love each other. We're going to talk to each other. So if you want to find out more or if you want to 
commit, just speak to one of them, give them your telephone number, your email address, let them contact you. You don't have to know anything. We will train you. They will train you. Okay. So then I'm going to end the service for us. I told you it's going to be quick. <laughs> um, but just before I do, and before all of us stand up and go to the back, if, the, if you're here tonight and you have any prayer need at all, I would love to pray with you. And there will be one or two people in front here that also love to pray with you. Please don't leave without receiving prayer if you have a need. Okay. So, please, for the next 10 minutes, nobody goes out of the door. The sermon, the service is still continuing. This is part of the sermon. So please grab a coffee, have a chat, and see which area speaks to you. And if you're in doubt, if you're at all in doubt, <laughs> they have the power of the mouse. <laughs> yeah, we need people, especially at Children's Church and Sound, but we need need people everywhere, and we would love for you to be where you feel comfortable, or where you feel God wants to use you. Okay, so I'm going to end for us in prayer, and then we can go. Father, we just thank you for tonight. Thank you that we can be part of your house, part of your kingdom, Father. Thank you that you love us. It's all about loving you, Father. And Father, tonight, we just want to say that we really enjoy you, Father. Thank you that we can be part of your kingdom. Thank you that we can be your children. Thank you that you love us so abundantly, Father. No matter what we do, how much times we mess up, that you're always there to love us, Father. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Shofar Joburg. May the grace you receive produce God's greatest glory and your greatest good. For more information and sermons, please visit our website at www.shofar.joburg.com.